0: It's another 60 minutes of technology conversations on Ghana Radio and this is the only show that actually does that. This is City Trends. My name is Philip Pashon and you're welcome to the show. Boy, oh boy, do we have a great show coming up for you. But then even before we do that, we have something very interesting for all you technology event organizers out there. If you are someone who organizes events or you, you know, basically are trying to organize an event and you're looking for a way to get people to know about it, especially if it's a technology focused event right here in Ghana. Well, we are saying let us know about it on the show so we can tell everybody about it. We have a new segment called Watch Out! Yeah, yes, indeed. It was a very interesting um, conversation we had about that particular segment and the name we're going to give it. Yes, it is called Watch Out. And all we try to do with that segment is to basically let you know what technology-related events are happening in town. We'll just give you the basic details about that particular event so you will know what is going on around you. We'll be telling you about one such event um, before the show is over today. So, yes. If you want to get more information about that, make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, myself um, or Oj Sapong. Just make sure you follow us, and um, we'll get you um, all the details. We we'll also be tweeting um, the link to the form that you're supposed to fill um, on City FM's. Um, Twitter handle so you can go there and check it out basically so yes watch out is the new feature that we have on the show where you get to find out what technology events are happening in and around you these are local events by local technology entrepreneurs who are trying to make it happen so yeah, so you can get to know what's going on so if you are someone who knows someone who probably is aware of somebody else who is organizing a technology related event right here in ghana and you want to give them a shout or you want us to give them a shout or you want people to know about your event make sure you stay tuned in make sure you follow us on twitter and we'll be tweeting the link to a very simple google form you fill out the form with some basic details and we read it out on the show it's that simple yes indeed we have to grow the ecosystem one step at a time but then that's not all today's show is going to be focusing on financing for small tech focused businesses a very relevant conversation in these times and i'll be joined by samuel Ureiku, um cto of Invoiceia and kelvin tyron who is a ceo of Invoiceia. they will be my guests on the show but then before we kick things off Let's hear a little about what you need to consider when you're making a choice about which battery you should be buying for your mobile device or what considerations you should have in mind when you're buying a mobile device, especially when it has to do with the battery. So we jump straight to the how-to segment with Jeffrey Oreko Savon.
1: Hello and welcome to the How To segment on City Trends. This evening, we are looking at the phone battery. You could call it an understatement if anyone thought of using just 2 minutes to talk about how important the smartphone is today. From what we had 20 years ago, the phone carries so many capabilities now that we need more electrical power to get it running well for long enough. To understand how the battery works it is important that you understand three features the battery capacity the battery life and the battery lifespan the battery capacity represents the amount of power that your battery can hold a common way to measure that is through the milliampere hour or the mah this is simply the measure of the flow of electrons through an electrical conductor one milliampere hour is the amount of capacity needed to let 1 milliampere of electrical current flow for 1 hour. The battery life is basically the time it takes before your device runs out of power. The battery life is heavily affected by how the device is used and the temperature conditions. The battery lifespan is the measure of how many charges and discharges a battery can make before it completely loses its viability as a power storage unit. To help make sure that your phone's battery lasts, these are some of the things you should take note of. First, keep your phone case off when charging it. We know that extreme temperatures affect battery life. The heat emitted by the phone can be conducted back through the phone case and this can affect battery life. Use a dark or black background for your phone. Most newer smartphone models use OLED screens. Unlike LED screens, these ones consist of individual pixels that light up when needed. When you use a black background, a huge part of your phone screen stays unlit. This means that your phone uses less power to display background image.
0: Has your computer developed a problem you don't understand? Is your phone refusing to respond? Is there a computer virus you're battling with? Are you having problems signing into your account? Share your tech problems with CityTrends and we will get the experts to help you solve them. Send us your problems via WhatsApp number 0549986996. You can also send us a tweet using the hashtag CityTrends. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 54 998 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. Ah. <laughs> One of the biggest complaints for most technology entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs generally has to do with where they're going to raise funds from or how they're going to get access to funding some people argue that funding is not necessarily the biggest problem it's about the solution that has been created but clearly when you do develop the solution you need the funding to push it to the next level or to even push the product or the service to the customer and that is usually where the conundrum comes in how do you get the funding Where do you get the funding from? Who do you get the funding from? How much of your business are they going to take away? It's a big headache, but it's important for us to have some of these conversations so that you out there who is looking at building a technology business has a good idea of what your options are. What are some of the non-conventional ways of necessarily raising money to build your business as a small business it's it's very frustrating and we get it and so today we're going to have a conversation about that on the show and i have two guests with me um in invoicia and um, the two my two guests are from invoicia and they are going to share some of their experiences as well and then i guess i'll have a couple of questions for them as well so let's start off with introductions
2: uh, my name is kelvin and i'm from invoicia and i'm the ceo of invoicia
3: uh, my name is Samuel. Um, also from Invoice Here, yeah. I'm um, the Tech Lead.
2: Tech Lead. Yes. So let's start off
0: from the very base. Like, what do you guys do?
2: So Invoice is a tech platform that enables small businesses get access to working capital. Okay. So we do it through a system known as Invoice factoring. Basically, we help suppliers and small businesses get paid faster. Okay. That's the whole value prop of what we do. So if some small business supplies goods or services to a client, that pays on credit. Yeah. A reliable client, a reliable, credible client that pays on 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. Mm. We cut down the payment times of 90 days to the same day. So the day you deliver your service or your products, mm-hmm. you get paid the same day. And then we wait the 30 days or 60 days or mm-hmm. 90 days for payment, wow. basically. So we connect people looking for finance mm. and people looking to make a quick return. So we act like a bridge between these two markets.
0: But that's, that's a lot of risk you're taking on board. Then.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, obviously, every finance business has its risk mm. involved. So the main thing that we do as a business is to make sure that we are picking out the right clients. And how do we do this? So we ensure that we are we're looking to ensure that your clients that you deal with mm. are credible clients. Mm. So we do this during a series of processes. We need to ensure that the clients you're dealing with is credible, has been around for a number of years. They've been operating for a while. So mostly, you notice that there are large businesses in our business landscape. Mm that deal with this small business. Most of their supply chains run on small businesses. If you look, take a critical look, the large companies are run solely on the small businesses that are in the economy. Mm. But the thing is, if they don't have the capital to keep working with them, yeah. they go out of business. Mm. So basically we pick the large companies that you know you're supplying to that are credible, mm-hmm. basically help you get the cash to keep going, running to them as you work. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's, let's come to the whole idea of small businesses needing cash, Yes. needing money from i mean and i'm guessing that's where the idea of the business that you're operating came from yeah what you predominantly see to be the issue is it is it that most of these small businesses don't know where to look for the money or is it that the money
2: is just not there so um i like to take this one so in terms of in terms of issues when it comes to finance for small businesses the one thing i would say is there's an, uh, there's an understanding with people that they seem to think that finance is finance. Mm. Finance is not just finance. So they, uh, when someone gives you a loan, it's tailored into a product. The banks, the microfinance, anyone that could give you money. There are terms and conditions atti- attached to it. Mm. There are needs that they build that product for. So if you don't understand the type of product that you're going for, you don't be able to get the finance. Even with whether it's venture capital you're looking for. There are specific types of businesses they are targeted to. So as much as you do research on your customer before you hit your product out you need to understand the type of finance you're going for mm. and I'll say that's the biggest problem mm. so you need to know exactly what you, what your problem is and what types of loan products or finance people can fix that problem how easy is it for them to figure out where those sort of products
0: are
2: that's also is another issue so the thing is in this market
0: because it's here, not like there's a database somewhere mm-hmm. where you can just Google and then you have all of that information okay okay hmm, this one works this one doesn't work there's nothing like that so then sure. how how do they go about it if not for a platform like yours for example mm. how do they really find the funding uh,
3: I I guess um there is a um, lack of knowledge when it comes huge to, yes that's that's one thing uh, most small businesses face mm. Um, there is funding out there, the money is out there, there are people looking to invest in businesses, the people who have SS funds, Mm. the people who have savings that are lying dormant looking to invest in small businesses but the thing is these businesses do not know how to connect their needs to their want. Mm. So that's that's one very big uh, problem with small businesses. Um, You have a problem, the first thing that comes to your mind is I want to get a loan but loans are not the only way to get your business financed. So when if there is a bridge between the knowledge and how you can actually get these things, you realize that small businesses would have access like funds like when they need them. Mm.
0: No, I and mean, what kind of because you see, I always come to this same point mm-hmm. of where exactly do you find the funds? Mm-hmm. Now we have a situation where they are spe- almost like they specialized money, mm-hmm. specialized money for specific. Yeah. Services that exactly. people would want to invest in. Yeah. Now we don't. They don't know where to find them. They don't know how to find them, and it's like nobody's really sitting in the gap to connect them.
2: Well, I'll say I'll say this. Standardly, your bank is supposed to do that. Mm. If your RM is supposed to be advise you on look at your business, that's why you have an RM. Mm. Your RM is supposed to look at your business and advise you. That's your relationship manager. Yes, business. your relationship manager at your bank is supposed to advise you on different types of things to do. So that's one of the things we prioritize in our business as well. So we take the time to understand the kind of business you're running, mm. even though it's a, we may be selling the same product to everyone, it's tailored differently for every single client. They, they may This person may be in a service business, the cycles may be different, the number of things that are different. So the thing is, I may know exactly what to solve your problem, I'll tell you even if I don't provide it. Mm. So mm. you know where to go look for it. Mm. You mm. understand. Also, you. The small business needs to do a lot of research. So, the thing is, they can follow things, uh, a lot of those who blog about finance, a lot of things to try and understand things about your business. The same way you'd research about how to improve your product, you need to look into ways to also get your finance in place, mm-hmm. things of that sort. Talk to people who are more experienced. You can follow a lot of fintechs actually provide capital out there, fintechs or organizations. Write articles on things like this. Write, put out a lot of content on the social media platforms. So it could be a way for you to also get access to such things. So you could also follow our Facebook pages, uh, other platforms to also get access to such information. Sam, you are the man who is in charge of the technical side of it. Yes.
0: At the heart of it, your solution is what you are basically like fundamentally, like passionate about. Yes. Yes. You know. Collaborations are important, but you don't necessarily have that money to, you know, engage someone who is going to do that. And I'm just wondering how, if okay. someone who is tech-focused, building the service, building the product, like, how do you make that transition into finding where else to get the money?
3: Yeah. Um. So that's that's a very <laughs> that's a very uh, good uh, question because, like, um, a lot of people actually face the same problem. Hmm. Um. The first thing I, I would say is um firstly like try to like get basic understanding of what you need Mm. you need to understand where you are and you need to understand where you're going to Mm. and as much as possible if you can read up read up as much as possible and um if you can go attend um like seminars if you can uh, attend events like do not take those things for granted Mm. but much more importantly is the collaboration you made mention of Mm. you can't do everything Mm. like you can't code you can't the same hand businesses, you can't do communication, you can't do all of these things by yourself. So best the, the best advice I would say is if you have an idea that is worth pursuing, um, you can bring someone on board. Mm-hmm. Most times, yes, you might not have money, but you can let out equity like okay i'll give you a percentage of my business if you help me handle this part Mm. i don't mind letting this part go Mm. but as much as possible you need to be good at what you do that's handling the business so i focus basically on writing the codes i focus basically on ensuring that the product is uptight and everything Mm. while you focus on the business focus on bringing money into the business Mm. i I feel that way to work
0: sam there is always that fear as well of how much is too much in terms of how much you can give uh <laughs> because okay. listen things happen okay it's business
3: yes 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 so um so there there's an idea when it comes to like um giving an equity is called vesting mm. where um yes um, a particular amount of shares allocated to you but over a period of time, like little is being given to you, up until you accumulate everything. So I, I feel that is a very good idea. I, I don't know how many um, businesses or startups out there are incorporating investing into their business model. So yes, you have yes X percent of equity, but you have to work up until you get that. Probably for two three or four years so if you work with me for four years then it's enough time for me to evaluate what you're bringing into the business so if i realize that you're not offering like anything credible then before you actually get all of your um equity i can let you go Mm -hmm. but then if i notice that yes you're bringing value into the business then you can get vested and get all of your equity
0: kelvin when some of these tech focused or some of these startups come up to you Mm -hmm. They are looking for funding. They are looking for these opportunities. What are some of the key characteristics that you find
2: about most of them? What are some of the things that they are looking out for predominantly? So, um, as you mentioned, most of them want to start. Mm. So most of them have um, an idea that they want. See, they want to scale up. So they're looking for more capital to inject to go large scale. Mm. So there's different types of uh, financing people look for. So there's like the large capital-intensive requirements mm. where they need to maybe buy something, maybe a, a vehicle or some plant, something that's capital-intensive. actually going to the business to start an asset, mm. asset-based financing. Mm. Or they want something like working capital, basically to just get their cash in the business, buy something, sell, run an inventory, pay staff, basically operational expense, something of that sort. Mm. The one that you find mostly is working capital. In our, in our line of business, we find a lot of people coming for working capital. Mm. And there are a lot of people who also look for asset-based finance, but majority always goes to working capital. So that's the bit. Mm. So there's a lot of requirement for working capital. It means there are people who've pushed their businesses past mm. a certain point and are looking to keep it going forward. Mm. Those, are, those are those are the kinds we meet a lot. Mm. And also, one of the things we also notice that that's not too good is lot. Like, most of them lack documentation. That's mm. a problem. Mm. So. N- Documentation in terms of basic recording of your expenses on a day-to-day, mm. what you're doing here, what you, where, where the money goes. Mm. Those are things people need to do, but they don't do. Mm. So that's one of the reasons that even led us to build how, like, structure our product. Mm. So our, our product doesn't really depend on how the SME records data. Mm. So we do it in such a way that all the risk is transferred to the large company, who ensures that they are recording their data. The reason why they are large and they're able to able able to go to a bank and get access to that kind of capital, is one, their records are tight. So you as a small business, if you really want to get there to that level, you also need to start putting in the basic measures. Mm-hmm. You spend on this, you put in a simple record. You find a way to record it. In this day there are so many apps around that you can use on the go. Yeah. That you can use to record your expenses. You don't need to necessarily hire an accountant from day one. You can you can speak to someone to give you a basic structure to use, and all you need to do is just enter. I spent this. It, it's just simple principles. This went in, this went out. Those are the two things you just need to record. Mm. And the reason they went out, maybe you just get some proof to show this is the reason why it went out. Right. That's the basic understanding of just doing your accounting. Mm. The moment you put that in place, if you hand that to an accountant, an accountant can prepare proper books for you. Right. And you can right. get proper finance. Mm. So basically, I'll say those those are the two things that you mostly find out from small businesses you do with. Interesting,
0: Sam.
3: From the technology side as well,
0: yeah. what are some of the things that you notice about some of these companies that
3: come through? Okay, um, so and and this is this is one thing we 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 face like every day in the sense that um, he mentioned it. Um, most of the companies that come to us, they are very unstructured. Like so, you find like um, trying to as much as possible because. Um, uh, yeah invoice discounting is yes, outside um outside of africa is it's something that is not um not uncommon it's quite common like a lot of companies actually go f- to get their invoices discount discounted but here in africa is is a little bit new like it's like becoming like quite popular around like west africa and 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 the rest so the fact that um because it's new it's becoming new or becoming popular, sorry, you realize that there are so many unstructured processes that you have to like convert from conventional ways to tech like it gives us a lot of headache. like we've gone back and forth like I can't um I, I can't emphasize the amount of time we have to like constantly plan something. And we push out uh, the platform and realize that, oh no, like we've gotten something entirely wrong. Yeah. And we start from scratch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's like one very big headache we're facing. Mm-hmm. Like even still today, we spoke about the same thing. Mm-hmm. How to like put into proper structure a couple of things that have been done like in the like um, conventional way. Basically, that's, that's one thing we, we, with we face.
0: the tech quote unquote available, you would actually think that it would be much easier these days
3: actually it is more easier. I I wouldn't like to we you. Just
0: don't know which platforms to use for what.
3: Yes. Is that what it is. No, no, not really. Like it, it is easier. Like like trust me like it's it's easier than um, um before, it's easier than like years ago. But the thing is um like as much as possible, we're trying to like mimic human behavior. Like so, if we do things that are outside of the way like the normal average person runs their business, you realize that we're not solving we're not solving the problem. Like so, if what we're offering you is not better than what you're using before, you realize that uh, apparently there's no need to use that particular product. Yeah. So as much as possible, uh, we try as much as possible to make it very simple for the user, and that's where the problem lies because like the user in the first place, they are Well, they're not um, structured. Um, We realize also that we have um, users that are new to using technology. Like some of these users are still constantly um, used to emailing. Some of them um, do not know how to like scan and upload their documents. Some of them are not used to like using platforms like constantly. So, look, those are like some of the challenges we face here. So, um, one thing about technology is the easier you make it for the user, the harder it becomes to build. Like, so that's, that's one thing we face.
0: That is interesting, the inverse. Anyway, um, Kelvin, I mean, wrapping up with the conversation. I mean, so when someone comes to your company and voice here, like, what are they supposed to walk away with?
2: So um, when a small business walks up to us, they mostly come with the problem of a shortage of working capital. Mm. So they come to us telling us that they just finished a transaction. And kind of the main problems we hear is they have a new order. So they have a new client asking them for something, but their cash is trapped in an old transaction. Mm. Second thing we mostly hear is they keep getting requests from large other large clients because their work is good. Mm. But the thing is, because of a 30-day, 90-day, 60-day payment, they can't take on new clients. Mm. So they bounce new deals because of that. A third one we hear is someone wants to pay his salaries on time or has some pending expense, but because his cash mm. is trapped in an old transaction, he can't move on. So these are the three typical things we mostly deal with. Yeah. So the way we work is this. You come to us with the old transaction that's done, mm. and instead of you waiting 90 days, we will pay you for that transaction today. So you can continue with your with business. We're solving the so three, three types of problems you mostly meet. Mm, mm. And then we wait the 90 days. Right. So our business is bridging people who have capital to invest, mm. excess capital. Mm. So basically if you want to make a return, mm. and bridging them with people who are looking to uh, get capital to push their businesses forward. So we act like a bridge. Right. So we set up the systems, the accredited checks to ensure that the money is secured for, for the one that's in putting in cash to make a return mm-hmm. and also ensuring that the payments are going to come back for the smaller guy. Mm-hmm. So basically what we do is making sure that everybody believes happy with their money.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Sam, wrapping up comments, um, what should we expect from invoice here moving forward?
3: Um, so as much as possible, um, we want a situation where... Um, when a particular um, user has um, been on board successfully, um, the headache of actually getting your invoice financed is as simple as ABC. You come on the platform, you upload your invoices, your invoices get verified, uh, you sign the necessary document and immediately you get um, your invoices financed. Besides that, um, the platform also offers a capability for you to track like history, so you can tell how many invoices um, invoices have been um, have been paid over a period of time. Um, you don't need to break your head also over a couple of um, small accounting details because the platform handles all of that for you. that's yes,
0: yeah. I see. So how can people get in touch with you guys? Where can they find you?
2: Okay, so our contact numbers are. You can mostly call us on WhatsApp or okay. call us or WhatsApp us. It's zero five zero zero five five zero five five nine so zero five zero zero five five zero five five nine or you can reach us on twitter on facebook it's invoice here Hmm. n-v-o-i-c-i-a n-v-o-i-c-i-a so yeah that's who we are recently won the seed stars uh, accra Ah. pitch so we are looking we're going to be representing ghana at the the regional summit in south africa and then ahead of the world summit in switzerland next year and hopefully we're bringing back the the big prize and hoping to power more small businesses in Ghana and then look to the rest of Africa as well that's fantastic I'm, I'm just looking forward to the day when
0: small businesses will not have the excuse of we don't have cash and it looks like this this solution is a step in that direction a big thank you guys for joining us on the show but remember this is the process or this is the point where we start cutting out the excuses of finding finances for small or developing or growing technology businesses out there the show is city trends and the conversation continues (laughs) we <laughs> And the show is City Trends. My name is Feather Pashon. We are jumping now into the training segment of the show. And guess who's back? Back again. Guess who's back? Oh, I is back again. Mr. Entry, you're welcome back. It was a good break, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Nice one. Nice yeah. one. Very well rested. Yeah. Ready to blow your mind with everything else sure. that we are going to be doing on the show. But before we get into that, just like to remind all of you about... Um, this little thing that we are doing, um, like I said, this is for the industry. This is for the ecosystem. Um, so if you are someone who is organizing a tech-related event here in Ghana, whether it's in the northern part of Ghana, or in the southern, eastern, western, northwest, southeastern, whichever one it is. We have shared on um city fm's Twitter, Twitter handle. handle, we've shared it on my handle, we've shared it on Oi's handle, we've shared it on OJ Sapon's handle. Any of us who you follow, we have a new segment called Watch Out. Watch out. Um, it's basically a segment where we highlight some of the technology related events mm-hmm. happening in the capital, happening anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. so that at least you get to know what's going on. Mm-hmm because we understand how difficult it is for you guys to get the information out there so yes these are the events that are happening and we're going to be telling you all about that so please um just check us out on twitter uh myself um oj Sapong, OING, um or ctfm's twitter handle most importantly and just fill out the form if you're organizing a technology um event this is for tech-preneursies, uh this is for people organizing tech related okay. events just fill out the form and we'll get back to you on that sure so anyway we are jumping into the biggest stories of the week and um what yeah. do you have for us
4: this week yeah so let, let's start off with something local mm. yeah, something in our own ecosystem mm. so online drivers association of ghana
2: ah.
4: on strike <laughs> so
2: what is their problem
4: so um, there's been a trend mm. Where whenever uh, fuel prices are being increased, mm. uh the the brands like the right hailing brands rather decrease the prices. And then it is a worrying trend because drivers have to buy fuel for their cars and all of those, but mm. then the brands instead lower their charges. So they are they are registering their concern mm. by striking mm. for a number of days. Mm. Yeah. So we want to hear Some of the drivers
0: right there. Let's do that. Let's hear some of the online drivers. Online drivers. They call themselves the online drivers. I loved their press release, but let's hear from the online drivers. The, the world is growing into technology and everybody wants to find
5: himself in a comfortable era. So these apps have come to give comfort. Comfort in the sense that a driver will drive to your doorsteps and pick you to where you are going, exact that location and exact that destination. And that was not done with the conventional taxi drivers. So it means that at somehow it's giving you a comfort work and a comfort way of moving from your house to wherever you are going. But they are turning the whole thing around to make the driver a slave worker. Because Why? We don't make anything out of the work, again. The cars do not belong to Uber, as people think it is. The drivers are not paid by Uber. We, the drivers, hide the car from garages or car owners buy the car and give to us to pay weekly sales or make it as we can pay. And because of the sub price increase in fuel, all our finances or what we earn go into the expenses.
1: Okay, break it down for us. Let's say you make how much in a week?
5: For example, if I make about 1,500 cities a week, which is not possible at this time, I'm paying 25% of that to. The app and then 25 of that is about uh, 370 or 380 Ghana cities to them. And I'm paying my car owner as about 400 Ghana cities. So I'm buying for like 550 to 600 Ghana cities to make 1500 cities. What am I left with? In that week, this car, a tie, I will lose a tie. I'll have to wash my car. Uh, there will be anything like any squad I have to work on. It means that uh, whatever you earn in a week goes back into expenses. You earn nothing as a driver. You have children to take her off, you have a wife to take her off, and you have to feed yourself in that course of the week. If you go to UK, Uber is paying the drivers. They protested recently in September for that. Ukraine, they sent to Canada. In London, they protest. Why Ghanaians cannot protest against them is because they are using our own people against us. Look, we did not sign on to a situation where a driver would drive uh, 10 minutes to pick somebody, for example, from Circle to East Ligon, which a taxi driver would have charged like 30 to 40 cities. Uber will tell like 21, 23 cities. When you get there, Uber will tell you it's a promotion, free of charge. The, the rider
1: should go. Okay, so I've gotten through, I've gotten um, Frederick. He has a Kia soul. So we're, we're testing to see how, how this works. Frederick, how long have you been um, driving Uber?
6: Since January Since 2019.
1: January, this year, right. How has it been?
6: Ah, well, initially it was. Okay, you could get something at least for your feeding and if you have a family, but now, it's bad. Um, it's very hot. Won't you put on the AC for me? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I understand it's hot, but with the current charges that you're giving, I can't give you an AC because it's not worth it. Actually, it's not value for money. Then it's better I'd rather pack the car and sleep than to be giving AC on these low charges that they are giving to riders. You see, this business that they are doing is a partnership, that is what they call it. A partnership where the drivers are involved, the app developers are involved, the car owners are involved, and government. So everybody should benefit, it should be a win-win-win-win situation, but we have a partnership where the driver is pivotal, without the driver the app is meaningless. Without the driver, the rider is doesn't have any car to move around. Without the driver, the car owner's investment is meaningless. And yet the app owners rather marginalize the drivers in all the decisions that has to do with charging of fares and that has also to do with making sure that the driver also Works comfortably.
1: So we've arrived at our um, destination. I am sweating. I had to sit um, sit in the heat because uh, Frederick refused to put on the AC because of the cost he's likely to incur. So let's see. So that's my fare. Four cities initially was how much?
6: It was seven CDs. You're supposed to pay seven CDs. And you have been given a discount of three CDs. So you can imagine if I put on my AC, while I drove about six minutes before coming to pick you, and I have to cool the car before you sit in, because I can't put on the AC when the place is hot and you come to sit in. So ideally, I should have started the trip with AC on, so that by the time you sit in, the inside is chilled enough for you to feel comfortable. But here is the case because of this kind of... You see, in Ghana, most of African countries, we have the highest cost of fuel. We have the highest cost of energy. It makes every other cost of operating, as far as business is concerned, very expensive. So, obviously, this is a pass on to the consumers. Now, we are hearing that the app owners make money anytime they are riders and also drivers on the app. So, for them, they don't care about what happens to the driver. But the issue is that, look here, I'm operating. I buy four to go around and I have to make my sales at the end of the week now if i'm offering this service at this how, how will i be able to mobilize revenue to be able to fo- look at my full gauge now please yeah. can put the camera if you can pick that for me look at my full gauge now yeah.
0: to say that they are unhappy is an understatement to say that they are upset is clearly an understatement they are not happy at all yeah. and it looks like all this thing about
4: the discount is like the worst part of yeah. it yeah it's, it's very it's very very I, I, I can't imagine like if i was a driver mm. i had to buy food for the car and then drive drive all the way. someone saying from uh accra to tema mm. and then we get to Tema is a is a bonus half or how, you how do i feel you don't pay it that's yeah.
0: that's not i mean In some jurisdictions in my work, it's just for here, it's very, very difficult for it to work because... The person is basically paying somebody else you know uh-huh. um at the end of the day it's not as if the vehicle is theirs yeah. you know and so that's where sometimes it becomes a bit yeah. of a problem
4: but the good thing is some of the ride hailing brands are mm. responding so boats has responded and then they've increased their affairs and then also with the bonuses they've done some going on around it mm. but still the drivers saying, they are still saying they're still on strike
0: i think i think i think i think it's good that they hold on yeah. and not just you know jump on to yeah. because then you it would it would eventually find its way of coming yeah. down. Mm-hmm. If all the others continue to lower their yeah, prices, prices or at least increase it at a smaller margin as compared to both, both will suffer at the end of the right. day. So it's it's good that both is responding, but we just need to see the others also responding in like measure yeah, just one, to what help the drivers out.
4: One other thing is they are they are local ride hailing brands Mm. in ghana Mm. so i'm going to say is this an opportunity for them because they understand the local context Mm. and then they actually know the drivers and they know what we're actually going through
0: but but the passenger always wants lower fares no matter what it is they're always looking for For the lower fares so if you go ahead and you lower it because apparently you understand what the local market wants it's not necessarily going, going to, to work out for you yeah, just yeah. because you've lowered lower the price or you've increased the price or whichever. The client wants to pay lower. So how do you work that out? Yeah. I mean, it's, we really, really want the convenience. The convenience is basically what we want. Yeah, 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 but yeah. if it's going to come at this sort of cost, cost to the driver, because we also have to think about what they are going through. Yeah. The technology is just an enabler, mm-hmm. you know, just to make things easier. But if it's going to kill someone's business or, you know, destroy no, someone's no, no, no. livelihood, I don't know i don't know i don't know it's a very weird situation for the ride hailing apps to be in but kudos to both both though for responding very quickly kudos to them let's see what the others are going going to to do anyway
4: any other stories So we'll move move straight into one other one which is also local so telcos they've increased their charges by nine percent so today you might have received a message from your telco brand empty and mm. whatever mm. that they've increased their charges by nine percent so mm. if you are going to buy credit for one cd you are going to get a deduction of 0.07 <laughs> s- percent out of it <laughs> so you are going to get 93%, <laughs> 93 percent 93 percent when you oh buy one oh cd boy. and it goes on and on and on and then the reason why they are doing this is uh it's all in to develop a viable technology ecosystem for the country mm. according to Ken Ufuriya. Mm. Ken, Ken, Ken Ufuriya, mm. <laughs> our
0: finance minister. Yeah. I mean, I actually, look, tax and tax, you can always tax, but yeah. what do you do with the tax? Yeah. That's the big question. You know, you can always choose to want to increase taxes, taxes, but what do you do with the tax? You can promise me whatever you want to promise, but
4: if you don't do anything viable with
0: the money you're getting I, from I, the tax... I, I,
4: my question is: How do they even plan to build this foundation? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's a question that we've been trying to ask and so, answer ourselves yeah. for quite a while. But I mean, they, they are the government, so let's let's That's see how world. it goes. If 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 all the taxes that they've collected on the roads and I mean our roads, anything to go by, I don't know. Put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sure. moving on to some other stories. Um, one of the biggest stories um for today happens to be. Um, one that has to do with Mark Zuckerberg now this is um, following a leaked audio of Mark Zuckerberg basically speaking to the employees over Facebook and Instagram and everybody else and the audio was leaked to The Verge um, whoever did it I I don't yeah. know too many whistleblowers <laughs> currently I don't know if this qualifies for whistleblowing but Um, Basically, um, he basically has been speaking to them about the company's critics, competitors, the U.S. government, you know. And Facebook hasn't really had it easy these couple of um, months. They accepted a $5 billion fine from the Federal Trade Commission over privacy issues um, after um, having essentially set the terms of the agreement itself. Um, They've been involved with the Securities Securities and Exchange Commission. They've been... Like, it's been just bonkers oh, no, no, for no, 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 facebook no, no, no. just bad to worst to worst and it just happens that you know this uh, max zuckerberg as the leader decided to have a session with his people you know just talk to them we're going through difficult times but yeah. we're gonna make it <laughs> and um some of the things that he said um didn't go down very well with some people um especially um he has something to say about um you know how one of the presidential candidates in the u.s is trying to is basically saying that it's time for these big tech companies to be broken up, yeah. and Mark basically st- spoke yeah. about that, you know, said you know if that is the way it should go, then she gets onto the floor and
4: fight it. Like I think, I think for how <laughs> they were ruining our hearts a bit with the privacy, privacy thing. Right, right. But coming challenge.
0: coming in with this leak. All the leaks really haven't helped.
4: Um, Facebook's PR
0: it, it, I don't know Elizabeth Warren actually is the lady I'm talking about basically saying that Charlie she just doesn't care she's just going to fight it out if that's what it takes um, she she has tweeted and she's spoken about uh, Mark Zuckerberg's um, recent leak about um a session that he had with his employer. so yeah if you're going to have a session with your employers please make sure <laughs> um that's awful yeah in one, one yeah, other, room, in one other
2: room. room so
4: that nobody secretly records you because you never know where it's going to appear any any other stories that caught your yeah, attention so, uh, moving sh- uh, to nigeria mm. so special anti robbery squad it's a very they call it a very notorious arm in the nigeria police and then they are strictly on uh, software developers, okay. probably not just software developers, basically their target is almost anyone who has a laptop so once they see you have a laptop, they presume you are part of the uh, of the people who are creating that image of the fraud in Nigeria and it's very bad so the Ni- Nigerian the leaders in the Nigerian tech teko- ecosystem mm. has started a campaign to battle this
0: but why do why how can you just assume that everybody yeah. with a laptop is out to do evil? Yes. That's a very
4: weird conclusion to yeah. make. There have been numerous instances and then a the recent one which brought all of this out was one developer closed from work, off, he, he took an Okada mm. off to home and then they just stopped the Okada, brought his bag out and the, there was a laptop so that's the evidence. Took him to the station, forced him to withdraw money from his account. What? forced him to withdraw money from the account he had to go to an atm withdraw the money come back pay them before they made him leave and then when, when he shared that's the story just, yeah when he shared the story on twitter there were numerous other developers going through something like that something that's like just that. robbery. that's yeah.
0: not monitoring anything that's just pure daylight robbery and it's very it's very it's very very bad wow that would really kill a lot of initiative like i mean bad. so what uh, you can't carry a laptop I don't know, maybe they should be buying more surfaces and more iPads, you know, yeah, if yeah. if you're looking for... But that's that's just no, terrible. Bad. That's but just... Bad. I hope we don't have any division like that in the Ghana yeah, police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially be, for us who carry our laptops around.
4: I really, really hope that we don't have any divisions yeah. like that in the... Place. So the CEOs, CEOs of major tech tech companies in Nigeria have mm. teamed up to campaign aggressively against this. Oh, that's really and I think cool. it's a good call. Yeah, That's really, really cool. cool. Yeah
0: i mean so if if you're out there you see this trending on twitter basically that's what it's about it would be good if you support it as well because it it doesn't help anybody It's just really really bad but anyway some other story twitter has announced that it's launching direct message search for all users on ios starting today october 1st the feature which has long been a top request for avid users first entered into testing last month when twitter said it will only work um with your most recent dms it doesn't let you search the content of messages you have to type the names of the people or the group still it's better than nothing of course and at the time um currently um you can basically have this have access to this feature if you are using an ios device um sorry if you're using android it's, <laughs> yeah. it will come to you later um hopefully <laughs> um
4: yeah like if you're lucky enough i guess it will come to you at some point um yeah t- t- twitter is listening now <laughs> and then it's, it's some it's way good yeah, it's it's good. It's, it's there are some other other things on the new update, the new UI. Mm. That is, is uh, I don't know. So, the auto-reload. auto, auto reload. Mm-hmm. So, when you just open the tweet on your timeline, mm-hmm. and then you are just there, and then it just auto-reloads. Auto reloads. You have to go search down, down, get... Ah. It's very, I think it's one thing you have to work on. Mm. Just, I mean, I... I <sighs> but that would be
0: frustrating. Especially, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you just you know talking to someone and you come back and like what that's, you were probably to, reading gone. Read that's really frustrating i don't know if in the settings you can be able to modify that that would be interesting uh, yeah no no i guess we'll have to well, yeah. we'll, so we'll check it out Just if there's out. a setting in there somewhere where you can make a, a change we'll, we will let you know but yeah those are some of the biggest stories that um we 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 have but then there's one here that just caught my attention whatsapp is currently testing disappearing messages in its android app whatsapp is testing disappearing messages now the feature appeared as a beta in one of the versions of the android app now in the beta the disappearing messages are available in group chats only and they can be set to self-destruct in five seconds or an hour now there is there's no in between so and basically, you have either just a couple of seconds, five seconds, or an hour, and that's basically what you're disappearing with. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, disappearing? disappearing. How, how will it work? I, I don't know. Like it, according to this story, it works only in groups. Like groups. groups okay. group, group discussions. So I'm group thinking,
4: messages. you you send a message and then it goes are we like maybe ephemeral, like the status the status yeah that we have. Yeah. Hmm.
0: But Anyway, it's supposed to work like that, and I can. The only sensible thing I can imagine is when you're sending like sensitive information. Yeah. But if you're going to send sensitive information,
4: like Sh- should be on record, like, yeah, <laughs> like
0: send an email like, or something. <laughs> like, I don't know why this feature will make sense. And listeners, like, you can let us know if you had a feature where your WhatsApp messages were disappearing after an hour, after five seconds, like what's Case use case what, scenario. What it, can you even paint? Like, will it even make sense to have it? The whole point of me sending a message is to let you know. Like, I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know. I
4: really don't get it. What? That, what possibly? What would cause you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you might want to share an information which is sensitive. You don't want hmm. it on record. So you want to share it quickly, so Quick it disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That that would work. <laughs> that could. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, you you let us know. Um, let us know if it is something that you think could work wherever you are. Um, but yeah, that's that's the end of of the training segments of the show. Um, it's it's been great. Thank you and welcome back. Um, yeah. Thank you for Mister Entry. Um, as you know, he is the one who attends to all your questions about your tech related issues. So we have two messages currently. Um, that we receive please i find it difficult to log in my gmail account um what must i do please help and um, that is coming from you unfortunately didn't leave your name hello good evening i'm prince i have some pdfs that are in french is that an app that can convert them to english we will look around but i'm yes. thinking uh, we, we will call you so we yes. can ask for further details both of you but i mean you can copy the text and then put yes. it in google yes. translate yes. and see if you can yes. get yes. anything out of it but we, we will search a, a bit more and then we'll get back to you before the close of uh, day tomorrow sure. so we can get more details for you but then we have a new segment on the show as i've been saying since the start of the show we've tweeted the link we've tweeted the link to um So we have tweeted the link to that particular Google form. Um, let us know. Um, go check it out. Um, it's, it's really simple, actually. Um, if you want, if you are organizing a tech-related event, please, please check it out. It's really, really important um, that we help grow the ecosystem like that. So if you're organizing a tech-related event, please let us know about it. Fill out the form. Just check out um, CTFM's Twitter handle. Check out for me on Twitter at Kofiashon. Oyng on Twitter, OJ Sapong um, on Twitter as well. You will find the links there. Please follow. Please just just open the form, fill out the details, and we'll be reading out the details um, to everybody. It's it's really really that simple. Um, it's it's really really cool. So please fill out the form so we can let the rest of the world know what events or technology related events are happening um in and around our surroundings um yeah and that will be all for today's show um i do hope that you enjoy the show it's it's been great coming your way the show will be available as a podcast tomorrow so please please try and um check check it out it's it's it will be available everywhere on google podcast on apple Podcasts, on spotify podcast on TuneIn podcast
4: basically anywhere you basically
0: want, anywhere you want. Yeah. um so far as you are a podcast person you will be able to have access to it and yeah that's it's really that simple so please check it out let's know um your thoughts about it especially when you're listening if there's something that you might missed out on it will be available on the podcast so yeah you will enjoy so um oh we have some people already um mm-hmm inputting some data there's an event um happening um or that was supposed to have happened um so we had two events um we had uh, a pen plus um penny smart event and mm-hmm. we had ab 2020 event um this was the tech in ghana mm-hmm. um Accra mm-hmm. 2019 that's happening a little later then penny smart community presents multiple streams of income event um now the the Tech in Ghana Accra event. Tech in Ghana is a country's leading event which brings together fintechs, government regulators, and others. And this year's theme is Connecting Our Global Network, People, Opportunities and Industries. It's happening for two days. It's held twice a year in London and Accra. And Accra's will be happening soon. So um the event date is the 26th of November. Okay. And, um, yeah, for those of you are interested, you can go check it out. The Event time is 9.30. It's a paid event, so don't forget <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so that's how easy it is for us to do Watch Out. So just, you know, just log on, check out, you know, what is happening. Um, you know, just fill out the form, like we said, and we will let the rest of the world know what events you are organizing. But then, that's it for this show. I do hope you have enjoyed it. Till next week, stay, stay techy! Thank you.